Hey friends, welcome to How the Hell Are We Friends, the podcast where we discuss hard-hitting topics that sometimes results in different opinions, so much so it can make us question our friendships. But we are here to find the value in these opposing perspectives and maybe even become a little bit more empathetic in the process. That way, the next time we hear a crazy-ass statement from a friend, we don't jump to judgment, but instead we lean in and maybe even broaden our own perspective in the process. Hello, welcome. I am your host, Tommy Jones, and this is my very first podcast. I'm so excited to be doing this. So I want to thank everyone out there that's listening, that's tuning in and showing this great support to me on my journey. Today, I wanted to walk through this first episode and share with you a little bit about me, you know, who I am, where I come from, some things that are important to me and some big things that happened to me in my life. I'm also going to tell you why I started this podcast and what it means to me. And then lastly, we'll wrap up with a few things like how I'm going to be structuring the podcast going forward and the schedule I plan on releasing episodes with. So to start this thing off, I'm going to begin with sharing a few parts of my life story and some pivotal moments where my perspectives have shifted And completely changed the course of my life and who I am as a man and how I carry myself even to this day. And it all started with a story about my education. I feel one of the most fundamental contributors to perspective is your environment. And the environment that I was raised in throughout my childhood was in a very low income neighborhood in Indianapolis, Indiana, where I remember The majority of my peers chose a life of being a part of a gang or selling drugs. So while growing up in the heart of this culture, most of my classmates that I went to school with never really took school seriously. And that definitely rubbed off on me. I, too, started to question the materials and the things that they were teaching in school, like chemistry. I'm like, I don't want to be a chemist. Why am I learning chemistry? I don't want to, you know, go into biology to be a doctor. Why am I learning biology? And this was a lot of the sentiments that a lot of my classmates had at the time. We're in like, where in the world are we going to use this? We don't need this. So being a part of that environment, I feel if you're in an environment where everyone feels like school is a waste of time, you too will start to believe school is a waste of time. So I would say right after finishing the eighth grade uh, and being submersed in this culture of I don't care what school for, where is it going to get me? What is it going to do for me? I followed my environment and I dropped out of school at the age of 14, kind of right at the beginning of my freshman year of high school. And, you know, looking back at this situation in my life, it really does prove to me that you truly are the average of the five people you spend the most time with because everyone that I spent time with at that time was in that mindset of we don't need this. And yeah, and you can easily become a product of your environment this way. So, you know, after I dropped out, I kind of went from job to job. I worked in grocery stores. I worked in car dealerships, detailing cars, uh, getting them ready for people that bought them. And, you know, in my environment at this time, I was doing very well for myself, making around what, eight or ten dollars. And I thought, hey, this is this is a great life. I can I can live off this. 
But I remind you, I was still living at my mother's house. <laughs> so no rent was being paid. It was just $10 an hour working full time and just kind of spending money on what I wanted opposed to, you know, even really being exposed to real life and what bills are. And after a few years of living this lifestyle, I uh, came across an opportunity to change my environment altogether. So one of my closest cousins growing up, Patrick, who was more like a brother to me growing up, he got an opportunity to go down to Daytona Beach on a full scholarship, which was great, to play college basketball. And at this time in my life, I really had nothing tying me to Indiana. So I decided to move to Florida with him. This was a you know, going to be a fun journey. I was 18, about to turn 19. Um, and once I got there, this was the first time in my life I experienced a whole new environment, which this too also led to a massive perspective shift. My peers now were largely consisted of college students uh, and they had a completely different mindset. I was no longer in an environment where no one understood why school was good, why you should have to struggle through these chemistry classes. You know, I was no longer a part of that. I was, you know, around people who did understand that potential of having a higher education could lead to securing a, a great job with great benefits and higher pay. I was finally in this environment where it made sense. I'm like, oh, this 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 is why people care about school. This is why people, you know, pay this much to to go to a university. So that was something that I say largely contributed to the person that I am today. And at this time of my life, when I seen that, you know, I could have rejected everything I saw and noticed that, hey, you know, I'm from the hood and, you know, we always thought school didn't matter and realized that they were not like-minded like myself and say, oh, they don't know me. They don't know my experience. I could easily dismiss them and said, hey, you know, school is not a value. But instead, you know, I was humbled through that experience and through my exposure to this new environment. And I took that opportunity to listen and, and learn from their approach to life. And this made me be, you know, excited about the potential of going to college myself and thought of, hey, you know, I can do this. Why can't I do this? I see their vision. I see their goals. And I feel like I'm smart enough to, to, you know, go after the same thing. So after this, this sparked a, you know, a huge excitement in my life. So I moved back to Indiana from Florida and I took my GED exam and I passed that with honors. Now I was excited about this because this allowed me to get directly into Indiana University. And, you know, I was always smart. I was the kid that was in class that knew how to do the work, but never did the work kind of thing. So I always knew I had the potential and I had intelligence that I could, you know, utilize if need be so, or if I was motivated enough. And I was definitely in this motivated mind space at this time in my life because I started college back in Indiana at the age of 20. And during those first four years, I was still working full time, supporting myself, you know, paying for my apartment. So I only had the time to work uh, full time and to only go to school part time. And during those first four years, my main primary focus was I have to get all A's. I have to get a GPA uh, 4.0 because I thought in order to get a job that pays a lot, that's, you know, a position that I would want, it's going to require, you know, a 4.0 GPA, right? 
And so while I was going to school, I was doing really good with my grades and in a twist of fate, which I later realized was a huge blessing. I was laid off from my job, you know, and at the time it's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? But I quickly, you know, refocused that to say, hey, you know, I don't have a job now. I can go to school full time and get the full college experience, which I felt like I didn't get a chance to get because I was only going to night school in college. So I decided after that, let me just go to school and sign up and go full time. And now I experienced my second big perspective shift in those last two years going to school full time. So after I started that semester, I decided to go in and join a business fraternity and, you know, kind of dive into that college experience. Now I chose a, a business fraternity called Delta Sigma Pi because they really focused on, you know, excelling and getting jobs after college and the things that we needed to do in college to make our resume look a little polished and a little better to present ourselves better to a company. And uh, once I started in that fraternity, you know, I noticed uh, a lot of people in that fraternity did share my current views of, yes, you got to prioritize a 4.0 GPO over everything to secure a great job. And I would say at this point, yes, that 4.0 did serve me very well because I was admitted to the Kelly School of Business within Indiana University, which at that time was the top fifth business school in America. So I was excited about that accomplishment. But while being in that fraternity, I noticed there was another group of friends in that fraternity that I made. And although, you know, GPA was important to them, it was an important aspect to maintain good grades. I noticed it wasn't their number one priority. And after spending time with them, I learned that their perspectives were, hey, you have to network, you have to be social, you have to get to know people because having a strong network and friendships uh, can be very valuable. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard of the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I quickly came to find out that that's very true. So I shifted my priorities again, you know, shifted my perspective and my priorities to take advantage of more opportunities that allowed me to network, to meet people, which was, you know, going to more parties and not just worrying about staying up all night studying to get a 4.0. I kind of relaxed, went to parties. And I remember a time, you know, I was in a, a wine tasting class in college, which was great. They told us all to, hey, you need to go taste four or what, 10 bottles of wine and come back with tasting notes. And at this time, I'm like, I can't afford 10 bottles of wine. I'm not working. I'm a broke college student. So I had the idea, hey, I want to network. I want to meet more people. So I had a wine tasting party and invited all of my friends and told them to invite their friends and said, hey, the only requirement is you got to bring a bottle of wine. I'm going to provide some cheese and things like that. So had a great party that started off as a wine and cheese party to suffice my 10 bottles uh, requirement for my class at that time. And that kind of turned into an amazing network event that I constantly threw through college, which was our wine and cheese parties. It was it was amazing. But yeah, this perspective shift taught me that value of the relationships can definitely be more valuable than having a 4.0 because I quickly noticed one of those advantages of my networks it gave me access to people that had way different experiences and viewpoints than my own. And they actually helped me eliminate career choices that I knew I could excel at, but ultimately it did not fit my personality. 
Like, for example, when I first started college, I was thinking, hey, I'm really good with money and I think I should just go choose accounting because that's a nice, secure place to be in. Everyone always needs accounting. So let's go for accounting. And if I would have just kept my head down and kept going to pursue and get my degree and work full time in accounting, I would have quickly learned that wasn't for me. But through the grace of my network, some of my friends said, hey, you're, you're, you're going into accounting like Tommy. I, I know you. You're very extroverted and you like to talk to people. And, and sir, sorry to break it to you. That's not what they really do in accounting. It's more of a in, introverted culture. And I was like, wow, you know, that's that's some information that, you know, was very valuable for me because I could have wasted that time going down the accounting road where that just wouldn't have fulfilled me. So having that network really helped me kind of reorganize what I wanted to do and what I wanted to major in. So then that's when I stumbled upon finance and I'm like, Hey, still dealing with money and I can pursue, um, a position in consulting, a career in consulting. And I thought that definitely fit my personality better after I learned about it. I said, oh, you get to go to different companies. You get to talk with clients and entertain clients. This this is amazing. This fits me. So changed my career in results of having a network that shared their experiences with me. And um, I've used this lesson of prioritizing network through my life. And it certainly helped me propel in my career and my personal life as well. So after that, I'll kind of say, I, you know, I finally graduated at the age of 26. So I had a bachelor's in business and I majored in accounting and finance, just went after the, the dual major there. And after I uh, graduated, I did exactly what I wanted to do. And I was relentless in finding a career in consulting. And I was lucky enough to land a position at one of the big four firms, Deloitte. And I must say that when I started, I immediately realized, yes, this this is the career for me because it allowed me to utilize my intellect from all my studying, all my hard work in school, but it also allowed me to use all those skills that I learned in those last two years of school by networking. And that's a big part of consulting was networking, talking to clients, building relationship with clients and those skills that really propelled me far in that career of consulting. It was honestly one of my favorite parts of the job was talking to people. I mean, yeah, it was cool learning how Fortune 500 companies ran and how they operated and, you know, gaining those skills. But my favorite part of that job was, you know, helping selling work because they loved having me on the site so much. And that really fulfilled me from inside. So I would say I, I did consulting. I, I jumped from consulting firm to consulting firm and got a, a big breath of experience, started working in just strictly financial consulting and kind of moved into IT consulting, um, and then went into process improvement consulting. And after this career of about eight years, it has been, I was working in consulting from 26 until my current age of 34. And I'm so happy to announce that I was able to just retire 
all together, which was a huge blessing to me. I was aiming for 40 years old for retirement and I knocked that down. And um, now I know you're thinking, how in the hell did you retire after only working eight years? And, you know, I definitely want to address this. This is another reason why I'm excited about this podcast, because in future episodes, I plan to dive a lot more deeper into all those aspects of how I was able to become financially independent at the age of 34 to support retiring. And I can't wait to discuss those ideas that I have around wealth mindsets that helped me achieve this and different strategies I had around investing and saving. So yes, I'm excited for you guys to tune in to later episodes and to hear me walk down all that great stuff. And uh, at this point in the podcast, this leads me to the reason why I'm doing this podcast. And I feel like, like many of us feel, the person that I am now is a far cry from the person I was when I was a teenager. I mean, hell, even as a young adult, I used to be so convinced that my experiences and my perspectives were undoubtedly the only correct ones because I was there in the flesh to experience it. So how can you tell me this isn't right? But through my entire journey of schools and experiencing different perspectives from different peoples, I felt if I continued with that school of thought, I wouldn't have gotten very far in life. Uh, And this brings me to like one of my favorite quotes ever is from Socrates. True knowledge exists in knowing that you know nothing. And in knowing that you know nothing... That makes you the smartest of all. And this quote changed my life. It really made me realize that instead of fighting to prove that my perspectives were always right and that I always knew better, I finally understood that I should surrender and admit that I know nothing, you know, and that allowed me to actually learn more. Um, And that made me approach each conversation in a way that even though I thought I knew something, that I should definitely shut my mouth and learn something new. Because I know we all have that experience if someone starts talking about a subject matter that we are well versed in, we tend to stop listening or we only tend to listen just to respond. But, you know, that quote really showed me the power in listening and trying to absorb new perspectives and add to your library of knowledge. Because if someone's talking about something that I think I'm a subject matter expert in, I think I listen more intently because what if they drop a jewel of knowledge that I didn't know and I can complete my picture just a little bit more of the knowledge that I think I already know. So yeah, that is one that I think I use on a weekly basis when I'm talking to people. But after, you know, this like... As I reflect on everything we talked about, I realized that I owe much of my success in life uh, to taking full advantage of these opportunities that presented themselves during my journey. And, you know, this reminds me of another, you know, one of my favorite interpretations of luck is luck is when preparation meets opportunity. That's always meant so much to me because 
I always try to be prepared and I always try to be open after learning all of these things that I've learned through my journey. And when I'm open and prepared, anytime an opportunity like moving to Florida or like going to school or meeting a new group of friends presents itself, I take full advantage of it and I try to learn and pull as much as I can and extract as much knowledge as I can from that opportunity. And I think one of the most important tools that helped me even recognize those opportunities was the ability to be comfortable at admitting I knew nothing that allowed me to navigate from environment to environment and absorb all these different perspectives and mindsets from many people that were around me. And I noticed the more that I practiced this, the more empathetic I became. And I noticed the more empathetic I came, the more easy it was to connect to people and to form these fruitful relationships. Now, the experiences of my life did teach me to never expect someone to entirely understand who I am and why I do what I do, you know, and that inversely taught me to also not judge someone on something that they may say or they may do, you know, and I learned instead of judging that person on what they do. I learned to be curious about why they did what they did. You know, it taught me to inquire about their story and empathize when I hear the story that they tell me with the fact, you know, that their entire life has been tremendously different from mine. That makes me listen even more because instead of expecting them and judging them on how I think I would act, I actually take a step back and take time to hear their story. Because if someone stepped back and took the time to hear my story of where I came from and and the things that I've been through and experienced, they may understand why I have a different perception on a subject matter than they have. And then we can have a conversation and have that conversation to understand each other better. And instead of having a conversation to just win all the time. So I definitely would say that's one of the, the biggest things that I've taken from my journey and something that I've learned that I try to practice every day and to keep with me. And this is something I'm definitely trying to convey and teach my listeners and hopefully that they can understand that and just have a little bit better of a life for it. So yes, thank you so much for listening. This was really fun. I'm excited to do more of these. I'm really excited to record more episodes. And I will be releasing those on a weekly basis uh, where I will be interviewing amazing guests on an array of different topics, which will include, you know, their perspectives, which could be the same as mine and or different. But I plan on, you know, conversing and exchanging those ideas and understanding those different perspectives. And sometimes it'll just be me, like in this episode today, where I'm excited to share a little bit more about my story and my journey in hopes to motivate and encourage you through different ways that I've been motivated and encouraged through my entire life. So I'm excited to do that as well. And my goal is to, you know, help you and motivate you become the best version of yourself. My, and my goal is also to, to help liberate people from living in an isolated world of only having their perspective and only one perspective to draw from. I feel the more perspectives we can gain will allow us to have a more vivid imagination to help us, you know, better understand and see the world that we live in. 
But yeah, I'll, I'll end it there. And just thank you again so much for joining and supporting and listening to me on this journey and on this podcast. So please do like comment. I would love some feedback and subscribe and follow us. I want want you to be up to date with all the episodes we release. I do have a website that you can go on and subscribe to and it'll give you every single time I release a notification. So you can go in and tune in and listen to that podcast. That website will be in the description of the podcast. You can also follow me on my personal Instagram. It is at Tank Travels 2. That's T A N K Travels, T R A V E L S 2. And I also have an Instagram for the podcast. It is at How the Hell Are We Friends? Thanks again. And I hope all you guys have a great day. And I look forward to seeing you next week. 